Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Your Favorite F Word. Sarah Nicola here. As per usual. As per Um, And today, we are just going to shoot the shit. Yeah, feels right. It feels, yeah, timely. It feels like the energy that we have right now. <laughs> and that's about that. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in both of our lives lately. We're going to talk about a few things that are coming up with a lot of clients lately. Um, and, you know, who knows what else is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Barbie yet, so I can't talk about that, but but I plan to, and I'm very, very excited to. Yeah, you should buy the dress that my mom wanted to wear to my oh wedding my God, to yeah. wear it to Barbie. <laughs> I actually have accumulated so many pink things. Yeah, you have lots like, of pink stuff. Yeah, I'll have no problem dressing up, but I feel like, will people dress up for Barbie like two weeks later, or was it just like the Barbie stands who are like going like the first weekend who are all wearing pink? You know, I feel like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, whatever makes you, that is you the message move. of Barbie. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so there's that on the to-do list. But otherwise, I don't know. Sarah and I were just talking about like what does the rest of August look like? Because September is her wedding, uh-huh. which means the two of us will be busy little bees for yes. the first week of September. Um, but I don't know. August is just like I think back to being in like school and August always felt like the panic to enjoy summer to the fullest before school started again in September and since I just got done the semester I'm just like so mentally exhausted I'm like what does that even look like right probably just like (laughs) trying to sleep in going to bed early getting outside yeah Yeah, maybe I mean honestly I'm just like whatever yeah (laughs) it's funny because even I think for people not going back to school that like urge to like enjoy summer before Mm -hmm. it's over Mm -hmm. is definitely a thing. And I think people are struggling with that right now um, and finding like where their nutrition and their fitness fit into that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We we just had a little rant before this. So we're going to try to not get too ranty um, on this stuff, but yeah, it definitely is you know, this idea that like, we only have one month left of summer and we need to like, enjoy it. And I think for lots of people, for whatever reason, that means that we're not paying attention to our nutrition or our training, right? Like it's either one or the other. We can't be paying attention to that and also enjoying the rest of summer, which when we break things down and look at like, what are the facts? There's usually like a nice middle ground to be found. Um, And I think people I have been struggling with that the last couple of weeks, but I think a lot of people in general have been struggling with that lately. Yeah, it becomes a little like YOLO land. Yeah. 
But I think we see that like the summer, like the bookends of the summer, like mm-hmm. as soon as it gets nice enough, the patio season opens up, people are like, oh, I desperately want more flexibility. And it's like they enjoy that for a period of time. And then you get into like a groove with things. And then all of a sudden it's like August. And we're like, oh, OK, it's on again. And I need right. to like go like balls yeah. deep into summer and make the yeah. most of it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. And then I think that's why maybe that September ends up being like one of the busiest seasons for us mm-hmm. yeah because people after that just like are like oh I don't really feel good or there's a lot of like I want to get back on track now that yeah. like regular life is going on and it's yeah. like regular life has been going on this whole time mm-hmm. you've just been making decisions that are nice in the moment and not thinking long term yeah for sure for a lot of people yeah I think too, like this idea of like enjoying summer, I don't think we really take a moment to like think about what that truly means. Um, Because, and I think your experience is a little bit different, but I know for me at least, um, my friends like love to party. They love to drink. We've had so many weddings this summer and having fun at those weddings it's easy for me to associate that with like all the alcohol and the food and stuff that comes with it. But do I actually enjoy that, Mm -hmm. you know, like in the moment and also the days following and is it Mm -hmm. worth it for me and my mental health and my physical health and my goals. Right. Um, And I think that sometimes we don't, we think that's the only way to enjoy summer is to get shit faced or to like stay up till 4am or whatever. And absolutely sometimes that's going to happen. But I think if every weekend we're doing that, like, is that enjoyable? Maybe for some people it is. I think for me personally, it's not because I feel like shit for three days after I have bad training for three days after I don't make great food decisions for that period of time after as well. Right. And so, you know, and then I get to the end of that for we have four weddings in a row like four weekends in a row right it's like so fucked up your friends need to all just like yeah get it together (laughs) get this over with yeah I know it's Brad's fault for having so many friends um but Brad is a prime example of that where he is the person where he has such bad FOMO that like the thought (laughs) of like going like even last weekend our friends got married and I went home at 2 15 like we went to a house after when we got kicked out of the vent, not kicked out, but like we had to leave the venue and we went to a house after and we got there and I was like, I'm just going to go home. Like mm-hmm. nothing great is happening anymore. But Brad like couldn't leave because he like felt like he was going to miss out on something. And then the next day he's like, oh, I regret <laughs> that. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's so like, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And also I haven't felt that like FOMO feeling in a really long time mm-hmm. yeah. but I've also like swung really hard the other way and just like life has like created a different circumstance for me where I don't have too many of those like big fun events going on so right. I don't know yeah yeah and I think regardless of which way you are like if you're extroverted it's gonna I think it's gonna be harder to like make those decisions for yourself that are honoring your extroversion and your need to like be social and stuff, but also honoring, you know, your goals at the same time. Um, because it is harder to say no to those things, but small things like even what you're choosing to drink or, you know, 
eating your normal meals leading up to the event and stuff like that, like those things add up. And I think it's when we get into this all or nothing mindset where it's like, uh, I'm getting drunk tonight and I'm eating at this wedding and like fuck the entire weekend. That's where if that's happening every weekend, like we're probably not going to feel very good. Well, yeah. And I'm just thinking about how that then becomes, I was so like tired. And I mean, we're talking about drinking specifically. So like hangover on Sunday, it's like, well, then I didn't get groceries and then I didn't meal prep. And then come Monday, I was just like fending for myself. Yeah. And then Tuesday night, I finally decided to meal prep, but I was like tired. And it's just like, you're constantly playing catch up. And I do wonder that like when you're living in that state of like, there's no planning, there's no structure, it's all freedom. Like then do you actually enjoy everything? I don't right. know. Personally, yeah. no, because I, I like lose like track or lose connection from the things that like actually do make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like the constant pursuit of like, what's the next thing? Yeah, for sure. And even too, like in a month's time or a few weeks time, our body composition probably isn't going to change that much. But most of us, when we're doing that, we don't feel good in our bodies, mm-hmm. right? So then it's like, okay, you're at the beach or you're on that camping trip or you're at a wedding like, and not feeling great in your body. That's going to affect your enjoyment of that activity too, right? Um, so it is, there's like so many different kind of like layers and factors going on there that I think we just don't take time to really think about and it does take more effort to move through these seasons in that balanced way like they're Mm -hmm. it's gonna take effort it does gonna take effort but that doesn't like I also think like is there not a benefit to putting in some effort now than having to like come September and feel like okay now I have to do everything because I was doing nothing before like that Mm -hmm. to me is harder that's more effort putting in a little bit of effort in here and there yeah for sure yeah but that that could also just be me there are people and I don't want to take away from people who are like summer is my season I'm gonna go all in and if you are okay with that like we say all the time if like that is what you want and you're okay with the trade-offs go for it yeah for but sure. it's not usually the conversation we hear yeah. when we're like working with clients or we onboard new clients yeah. after a season of YOLOing too close to the sun. The the conversations we're having right now is people who want to YOLO, but people who are also, you know, struggling with their body image or wanting to lose weight or feeling frustrated that they're not seeing changes. Right. And it's like, we can't have both of those on the extreme of both ends. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. they're just completely opposite opposite things opposite ends of the spectrum so we need to either be okay with the trade-offs or we need to be okay with finding like some middle ground yeah and like I feel like if you're going to go to one of the ends of the spectrum fucking own it yeah it's like it's hard to hear the same conversation about like wanting two things or your actions showing you going in one direction and you being like, well, but I'm not doing this, this, or this, or this. Just own right. it then. Just do yeah. it. And let's not make excuses for why something's not happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's happening with a lot of our clients right now. Yeah. yeah. It's just that time yeah. of year. Mm-hmm. It is. And I'm like, it's a, it's the time of the year. But like, wh- how are we then as coaches trying to work towards m- helping people 
understand that yeah see themselves in it and decide for themselves what they want to do like Mm -hmm. it's fine and good for us to like be like these are the trends we see this is like happening but what that what does it actually feel like for our clients you know it's it's Mm going to vary and I think like our job is to support them and sometimes that means challenge them and sometimes that means help adjust their perspective Mm -hmm. or help them feel really confident about the choices they are making so yeah there's lots of like nuance in that Mm -hmm. and it's not just like tis the season it's like it is a tricky season and like how do you want to get through it yeah yeah thinking about how you want to feel during and afterwards and thinking about like okay even we've talked about minimums before, right? Mm-hmm. Like having some of those minimums where, okay, if we are YOLOing, we're fully YOLOing, YOLO, YOLOing, YOLOing, YOLOing. But if we are trying to like still have some, you know, pulse on our fitness and nutrition, what are, what's the minimum that we can do um, when it comes to meal prep, if that includes tracking macros, if that includes workouts um, and kind of viewing things from that way, I think at least for most of the clients that I'm working with right now, that's like a nice way to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting too, because right now the last like five, maybe almost five clients I've onboarded are old clients who are re-coming back and recommitting to different things for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'm changing the subject just a little here. That's okay. Um, But it's funny, like having conversations with some of them, because in my mind, something you and I have talked about, and it's kind of like been part of our value system is like, we don't see coaching as a forever thing. Mm -hmm. Part of our work is to help clients understand beyond just like macros and tracking what is their relationship with food like how do they need to change their eating styles and what do they need to consider when goals change when should they take a step back when should they like push hard and like really getting that self-awareness piece for them and so in my head when I'm having clients like from a few years ago or more recently come back to work with me I'm like does that mean I didn't do a good job right like is there stuff that I missed working with them that like they still need coaching but in talking to them a lot of them are coming back just because they like the coaching relationship Mm -hmm. and I was like oh that is like a that's good to hear Um, but also like that's why I have a coach I don't need someone to tell me like what to eat or how to eat but I just like really enjoy having someone to share the ups and downs with talk about and like have reiterate like yes this is a good plan for you um and so there is that layer to like people right now where it's like a lot of people over the summer will say like hey yeah coaching isn't for me right now but the ones who stick with coaching throughout the summer I think like do in different ways have experiences that help them grow for sure than just like keeping their body composition yeah so they're like they have that extra layer of support so that they know when they're like yoloing they've like done it in a really thoughtful way Mm -hmm. where it's like building that intention in anyway that was kind of like a whole other thing but it's it's been something I've been thinking about lately too with like having clients return yeah yeah I mean everyone likes coaches for different reasons and Mm -hmm. we don't just need a coach when we have a huge outcome goal right yeah I think you and I both love supporting clients through this 
kind of like in between phase where it's like helping them really figure out, you know, what are their values and what makes sense to them and what choices can they make that are going to align with those values, even sometimes if the values don't necessarily fit together, right? Where Right, but then at least they have someone who's pointing that out for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to have that external feedback for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for me, at least right now, it's been like having Katie on my side being like, you need to chill the fuck out. You actually yeah. need to take some steps back. Yeah. Um, When I know for some people it is like really easy to put pressure on yourself and like you know be constantly pressing the gas pedal and it's yeah it's necessary to ease up and sometimes we do need that reminder too for sure and you're coming to the end of your diet phase or are you out of it now no still plugging away we're probably going to go right up until the wedding yeah um we'll actually probably chat about this in our call next week but um I would anticipate that we'll kind of use that week when I'm in Alberta as like a little bit of a maybe not a full diet break but have a looser approach Mm -hmm. um and then probably shift back into maintenance and then hopefully like a building phase over the winter yeah um so yeah that's all exciting it's been a good diet phase and like very I don't know very eye-opening to just like how much I have been capable of despite like maybe being in the most stressful season of my life right for the past few years so I'm like been kind of reflecting on like what has it been that's really made the difference this year Mm -hmm. because I've definitely let previous like what was it a year and a half ago whatever we her and I um, when I was working with her for the first go around tried to enter a uh, diet phase and I basically like went for three weeks and was like "Mm -mm, not happening like I don't want to do it I'm not putting in the effort like it's better for me to pull out and so I'm like "Hmm, what has made the difference for me to want to like do things and in ways go like set myself up for harder things like I did all of July no meals out no alcohol which for me in the summer is like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it just seemed to like really flow. And I think having fewer but harder priorities was really, really helpful for me and actually like built a lot of confidence in terms Mm -hmm. of like what I can do when I like put my mind to something. Mm -hmm. And I made like a a maybe cheesy but topical post about that today where I think like We've talked about this before, but so much of what we hear from clients coming in is like, I want to feel confident. And then they go on to describe that at a certain body weight or a certain body composition or literally just through the process of losing weight, they're going to be confident. Right. And I get that because like I just sent you my progress pictures. Like I was like, whoa, like it's so interesting being like, wow, I was comfortable before and now I'm like poo I feel so much better yeah so I get that there is confidence and like different aspects of self-esteem and just how we carry ourselves when we identify more with and feel more comfortable in a different body and yet if it wasn't for how I showed up for myself the like actions and like alignment of those actions with my goal and like the obstacles I had to overcome Mm-hmm. the same level of confidence wouldn't be there right yeah like so much of that was because of what I did not right. how I am now yeah it's not necessarily the body composition change and like Nicholas says like we talk about this a lot and there's no denying that like there is some level of confidence that comes with that just because of how mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. and diet culture have set us up for that 
But at the same time, following through on something that you set your mind to is going to build more confidence and showing yourself that, that. that you can do the hard things, right. And that you can make those decisions in the tough times. Like we can all meal prep and well, most of us can meal prep and like hit our macros Monday to Friday when we're working a nine to five job and don't have kids and don't have social situations. And it's just like, you know, you eat your meal and you go on with your day. Um, but it is really moving through those like tougher times where it takes more effort and it takes more thought and it takes more preparation. That's the stuff that builds the confidence, Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of people. Um, but question for you, and this Mm -hmm. is hard to answer because obviously your experience wasn't this, this time, but do you think if you did all those things and your body composition change wasn't as drastic, do you think you'd still feel the same? Hmm, that is a hard question because mm-hmm. I'm like on one hand I'm like no because I like I entered the diet phase for a reason like yeah. I wanted to lose body fat yeah but the actions I was taking really did make me feel so good yeah like the way I was prioritizing the gym I had an intensive semester two classes jam-packed into July and my conversation with Katie before that was like I'm really nervous that like I'm gonna get back into that pattern where I'm in a groove with school and I'm like well I'm gonna skip the gym today because I just want to get something done and our conversation was like you could and it would be understandable if you did but what happens if you just go take the break and you show up for yourself in two ways instead of one Mm -hmm. and for that month I didn't miss a single fucking training session I missed two days of cardio but that's two in a month and I went to every single training session and that process for me just being able to look back and be like holy fuck yeah. Like I really surprised myself. Yeah. That I'm like, wow, I feel so good about mm-hmm. how I navigated that. And that's yeah. really cool. Cause I think it's easy to, and like I said to Katie too, I was like, it's so easy for me to pick apart. Like there were days when I didn't hit my macros. There were days when my sleep was shitty. There were days I didn't get my cardio in, um, or like I didn't eat the highest quality food and it's easy to like pick ourselves apart. But like, when you look at the big picture, like, whew, I showed up. And that's confidence building. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important regardless of whether your body is responding to it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some of my clients are having that struggle right now where they feel like they're putting in the effort and they've been tracking for a while Mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, maybe the scale isn't shifting or maybe they're not seeing as much progress as they thought they would. Um, And then we get in this like thought process of like, well, what's the point of putting in this much effort if that's not changing. And so the conversation we have is like, okay, like, what is the alternative? You know, what is the alternative to not putting in the effort? What does that look like? And how do you feel about yourself outside of what your body looks like? Yeah. I love that conversation. Cause like, yeah, if you're not putting in the effort, you're not putting in effort. And I think like, it's that that's like the transferable skill Mm -hmm. or like, that's the component of you that like, can also translate into other areas of your life. That constant showing up, that constant effort, that constant like reflection process, yeah, learning, self-awareness, all of that that comes with it, regardless of the weight loss. Mm-hmm. Think about like how you want to show up in relationships. That's something that comes up with clients all the time. Yeah. And it's like, I don't believe that how you show up one way or how you do something is how you do everything. I don't 
I don't know if I buy into that, but I do think that building confidence and the ability to do hard things in one area does help you have confidence that you can do difficult things, things in other areas too. Yeah. Yeah. So many other areas. Yeah. 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 Those are kind of the conversations that are happening lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just talking about like the macros made me think of something else we were chatting about before. Um, I'm doing like a coaching coverage for another company right now, which gives me like a whole new like genre of clients who are normally not what my clients look like. Um, And so the conversations that are coming out of those check-ins are super interesting. And I was just trying to keep like tallies of how many times I heard from one of these clients. I'm trying to hit my macros, but I'm not. Or this week I'm going to try and hit my protein. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You're going right. to try. Yeah. Because you could, it's it's like saying, I hope I do. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like, I yeah. hope I win the lottery. Yeah. But there's zero way to ensure that. Yeah. And there's a lot of having this like really nice, cute intention and zero follow through, like mm-hmm. no actions whatsoever. Um, and so I'm just like, A, surprised at how often that comes up as yeah. something clients say and B, just like how it's taken a such harsh feedback when I'm like, okay, what are you actually going to do though? Yeah. And that's a thing. Like we need to, we can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Or like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try like that. Especially if you're new to macros, if it's not natural to you, if, you know, meal prep isn't natural to you, like you need to have more actionable things that are going to allow you to do that. Yeah. Like Nike has a nice slogan, but just do it. Doesn't really like translate in the same way. Yeah, exactly. So breaking that down and like, what does that actually look like? Okay. If I'm trying to hit my protein, maybe that looks like I need to eat protein at every meal and supplement with a protein shake every single day. Yeah. And like on a tangible level, it means you're literally tracking everything. Yeah. To be like, okay, these are the meals I'm going to eat. And then you're like, oh, just kidding. That actually doesn't equal. That's not yeah. enough to hit my yeah. my protein or it's too much. And then yeah. you go in and you, and you reconfigure adjust. things to actually hit it. Yeah. So I'm just like, I know how it's happening, but I'm also like mind blown how it's yeah. not. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're either going to hit them or you're not. The choice yeah. is yours. Yeah. And you're telling me that you're choosing not to. Mm-hmm. Like you never really intended to. You were yeah. hopeful that yeah. some ma- magic was going to happen. Exactly. Or like you yeah. get to the end of the day and like you just finished putting in your dinner, like everything's retroactively and you're like, wow, I hit my macros today. Yeah. You're like, whoa, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, sadly. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Those are, and it is as coaches, it's hard for us to have those conversations in a way that like, it's still supportive without like Nicholas said, like some people take that as like such hard, hard feedback, but it's like, that is the reality. Right. Yeah. And so and I like, feel like, that's what you've literally hired us for. Exactly. If I ignore that, I'm just supporting your wish. Job. I'm yeah. just supporting your yeah. little hopes yeah. and dreams in a way that's like, yeah. yeah. I, I hope you end up hitting your protein at the end of a, a random day of yeah. eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, effort expectations, right? <laughs> they got to match up. Yeah. Yeah. So That's you funny. take your intentions this week and actually do something with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean it has to be perfection either, right? 
no, like things could still come up. You yeah. could still like track your full day, have your perfect macros, have all of the meals, and then you forget a meal at home or something. Yeah. Like shit happens. But there's a huge difference between like being prepared and having shit happen and having to pivot and just wishing your way to success. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where we have those people that are really struggling with like feeling like they're putting in the effort because they're like thinking about it. Yes. That like is it. That is wanting it. Right, it there. right. But they're not. Mm-hmm is that effort actually getting put in when it comes to like doing the thing right yeah and it's to me that's not effort like you're thinking about it a lot and I get that like that can be a lot to hold when you're spending so much mental time yeah but you need to translate that into something for it to actually be effort yeah I think another thing that comes up I just thought of this and maybe you'll have feedback based on like some of the research you've done at school but as perfectionists, and I remember I heard this on a podcast like so long ago, but I think as perfectionists, especially thinking about doing it and thinking about the outcome gives us like some sense of like excitement or a dopamine hit or whatever, right? It makes us think we're actively getting there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So we've, we've like thought about it. We've pictured what it's going to be like when like we do it. And sometimes in the moment, that's enough for us to feel good. And then we forget Mm -hmm. about like actually fucking doing it, you know, and that happens in so many ways. For me, it happens when I make a list of like the work that I need to do, right? But like, if I don't actually do the work, ultimate example, yeah, (laughs) right. But if I don't actually do the work, well, Nicola's going to be mad at me, first of all, second of all, like that work still needs to get done if I want to like grow my business, right. Or if I want to support my clients. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you can I can't just write it on a list. list. Yeah. yeah, you can like log your macros and then never eat any of those foods. Yeah, there's tons of way to look at it, but I think yeah. that is that is so true. Yeah, that yeah. we give ourselves credit for thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're feeling frustrated, like is that maybe something that's happening for you? And like mm-hmm. where what needs to change there? Something yeah. to think about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the podcast she called it like perfectionist fantasies. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And I was like, I, didn't, I don't think that came up in my research. No. Sarah's referring to this, like, um, it was one of the first papers I wrote for my program, but it was like about hypervigilance and perfectionism. But Sarah's like, can I read the paper? I was like, mm. it's more about, it was more like a personal reflection. So the paper was for our diversity and culture class where we were supposed to consider values that we have inherited and look at like how those might have originated in us and so part of like the research part that I did was really about like individualist western societies and how productivity and perfection like drive a lot of our systems Um, and so it was like how I grew up and how I learned that perfectionism was a good thing. Right. And so I wouldn't have researched this necessarily, but that would be a cool extension of the paper is to look at like how <clears throat> how much of my ideas of perfection are literally just ideals that I never acted on. Right. And how much of that is just like what I think and not actually what I've done. What you're yeah. 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 Because yeah. It, when you look at like, you know, the papers you write, the projects, how you show up for coaching whatever it is, you're actually never perfect. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. But you think you are because yeah. you think about it. I don't know. That's that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. 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 Something to think about. Again, so complex and like sometimes mm-hmm. moves out of our scope a little bit, but like 
it is one that both of us can relate to on a personal note for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think holds a lot of us back in our fitness goals. For sure. Yeah. Big time. Absolutely. My therapist recommended this book. It's called never good enough. Mm. And it's all about perfectionism and how there's different types of perfectionism and stuff like that. And it's like, it's a fucking slog. I think I've read like maybe a third of it. And then I, I haven't been reading very much this summer, but um, it's like really interesting to just, if you haven't taken the time to reflect on your own perfectionism, besides being like, I'm a perfectionist, like, how does that show up? And like, how are you, you know, what standards are you holding yourself or others to? And you know, is this fantasy thing happening? It's a really nice, it gives you like a lot of prompts to reflect on. And once we have that awareness, that's when we can start to kind of like make some changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my like perfectionist tendencies have really been challenged in school because we're asked to like do a lot of practice counseling Mm -hmm. and it's something like when you've never done it before, it is truly so hard and so to like grip onto perfectionism just sets me up to feel terrible all the fucking time yeah. because I'm constantly slapped in the face with failure feedback that I'm like, oh, I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. And so there has been like a level in which I've been like forced to give it up. I'm not saying right. I'm totally done with it. Right. You know, it's still going to have a place. It's still creeping in. Oh yeah. It's still like affects how I write my papers, how I am in group yeah. projects, all that. But in actually like working with people, it's has been a gradual shift that I've been like, okay, to show up, I actually can't pretend to be perfect because exactly. I'm just going to get shit on. Yeah. 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 Oh, I have so many thoughts on perfectionism. Maybe we could do a full podcast episode on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In but for now, let's move to some fun things. Yeah. I was going to say, let's have a little life update from you. Oh God uh <laughs> weddings bridal showers stagettes more weddings bridal showers and stagettes it's my life right now yeah and we have eight weddings this summer yeah so in july i had two stagettes one was in Kelowna. one was just in town here and these are for I, you my friends your friends right because yeah. yours were earlier mine mine was in uh march but I had my bridal shower and then my other friend's bridal shower. Mm-hmm. And then we had one wedding, which was last weekend. And now for the next three weekends, so four weekends in a row, we have weddings. Um, and then That's we have honestly fucking insane. The weekend after that, we have an engagement party. Then How the weekend after that, that we people? have a break. And then the weekend after that is our wedding. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm trying to plan a wedding. It is nice because I'm getting lots of ideas for my wedding by going to all these weddings. But isn't that bad because your wedding is so close? It's like now you want to also do this and this and this. Like, no, isn't that kind it's of kinda, scary. No, I haven't found it that way yet. Okay, good. Anyways, good. Um, okay, but last weekend, last weekend's wedding and my brother's wedding were way different than ours because they weren't like sit down meals, like they weren't like those conventional kind of like mm. traditional wedding. Mm. Um, but for example, last weekend, something that they did that I really liked was, um, when they did their vows, they, they both said, I do at the same time so that they didn't have to like go back and forth and both say the same fucking Mm -hmm. thing. Like the officiant was like, do you swear to blah, blah, blah. And then they both said, I do. Oh, that's cute. Like him asking them both. So I was like, okay, that's perfect. Um, another thing they did was they had 
So they had the bar, but then they also had a separate setup for wine. So people who wanted wine didn't have to go to the bar. So it didn't back up the bar as much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like just things like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. The wedding last weekend was a surprise wedding. So yeah, which is so cool. Yeah. People thought it, there was only like eight people that were surprised. Everyone else knew, um, <laughs> but they said it was an engagement party. And so when we got there, she was like in a, just like a normal white dress and like, you know, and then all of a sudden they were like, Hey, everyone come inside. And like, they set up a few chairs and like the people we knew who didn't know. And I was just like watching them and they were like, what's going on? Cute. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, that's like my life and I'm trying to like still do fitness and pay some attention to my nutrition, which <laughs> I think it was for me, it was like kind of bad timing because I came to the end of my diet and this starting at the same mm -hmm. time, which both of those together, I think is kind of like challenging because I was like tired from my diet and I was like starting to get over like tracking and stuff like that and being so mm -hmm. diligent at the same time as this. So it was really easy for me to move to that other deep end of like, fuck it. Yeah. Which I did last week because we had a stay at Wednesday night, a rehearsal dinner Thursday night, and then the wedding Friday night. Um, so my entire week wasn't that great for nutrition. Um, I can always tell cause I'll like text Sarah and I won't hear from her for like three days. And then I get a, sorry, BB. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a terrible oh, friend. She been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like shame spiraling. <laughs> Yeah. But also kudos to you for not drinking and texting because I am bad for that. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, well, Nicola is also my nutrition coach, right? <laughs> so it's like, uh, fuck. Um, I think we navigate that the landscape of that pretty well. We do. But yeah, so I definitely like, it's been two weeks of being off. Like I haven't been tracking very much and I've been drinking more than normal and like not eating the highest quality food. Um, and I'm definitely feeling it. So I'm definitely ready to like get back into like some structure, especially mm -hmm. leading up to my wedding because I want to feel good. So knowing right. that and feel good, not lose yeah. further weight. Exactly. She wants to feel good. Yeah. People. The scale hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Like the scale is yeah. and if I may, let me just like too. capture a picture of this so everybody can see. But like she's still got some fucking delts on her. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's a better, better lighting. Yeah, nice. Whoa. Oh um, yeah, let me let me get a sneak of that. Yeah, so like, like body comp hasn't changed. I'm looking at her and I'm like, Jesus, she's jacked. Uh, I'm flexing so hard. Oh cramp. I mean, it looks good. Okay, wait. Now can we can we talk about so some of my plans for Sarah's wedding? Also, you'd never guess because I've been involved and put zero effort into things for her. But I am the maid of honor. <laughs> You're also in Victoria. Yeah, but still, uh, yeah. there's some guilt looming. But anyways, one of the things that I shall bring to the table is before the ceremony and before the photos, we're going to bring weights and do a little like a little pump lifting on. sesh because yeah. we need that motherfucking pump yeah. Yeah. before all the photos are taken. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully it's not just us and some of the other bridesmaids are going to want to get in on it. But if it is just us, I mean, we'll go it's with it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, It'll so there's like, going to be oh, some you guys hard bro action before yeah. the actual ceremony. Some like lateral right. raises, some bicep curls. Oh, purples. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Only yeah. the glamour muscles. Yeah. yeah. We might do some like bent over rows or something to get the back yeah. just popping a little bit. But yeah. oh, yeah, she's going to be good. 
I have a with alcohol one thing that sucks about it for me is it makes me break out oh yeah so my skin's been really bad so that's another thing that like I don't want to have like all this huge breakout for my wedding so I gotta like moderate that um but right now I have a freaking zit in the middle of my back oh dear god and I'm like I cannot have that for my wedding no you'll <laughs> like have I'm to gonna be like asking my makeup girl to like put some fucking concealer on my back like fuck or just a little like hello kitty band-aid make it cute <laughs> but those are other things that we like don't necessarily think about when we're like yeah making those decisions and how they're gonna affect how we feel right so it's like okay I mean I feel like I've thought about it because like say the day of your wedding Sarah was like what kind of catering should we get while we all get ready and I was like I don't know about those other bitches but I will be eating my oats because I need to ensure that I'll be able to poop that day yeah (laughs) these are the things we have to consider yeah and we like chose a healthier cater option for the rehearsal dinner and the morning of breakfast um because before I was like oh we'll just get like whatever barbecue the night before and I'm like wait when I eat barbecue do I shit my pants the next day exactly 100 (laughs) percent yeah (laughs) and like we don't want that happening in a white dress no so so many layers to wedding planning yeah it's fucked up yeah so my August is more weddings I'm gonna try to moderate my drinking and at least just drink oh my computer's gonna die so we gotta wrap up soon um just drink uh gin sodas instead of like a bunch of sugary drinks and having a plan for the day after so that Mm -hmm. that's not translating into multiple days um and there's certain weddings that I really want to like you know yolo yolo and certain weddings that I don't need to because I'm not as close with those people right so just like having some forethought on that exactly a little forethought forethought yes okay well before my computer dies should we fuck yes and fuck no oh and I just had some before we got on here your tv show what tv show your love is blind oh yeah so while I was pretending to be an intellectual in my last semester of my master's program because I was so tired I needed something brainless to watch and I'm so addicted to love is blind oh my god it's what season are you on well the newest season okay. I think it's season five or whatever the one yeah. that's like just coming out and yeah. now I've caught up to the point where I have to wait until they put new episodes right. out nothing could be worse yeah <laughs> this is Ugh. bullshit it is <laughs> also oh. I'm just like god these people need a therapist could it be me and maybe that is what I do with this right. degree is I get hired on by these reality tv shows yeah and I come in as the therapist so instead right. of the little like hideaway they're like you've won a therapy session can you imagine oh my yes God. I can I can that would be imagine it yeah I think that I might try like selling myself to these yeah. people be like I'm gonna graduate in a year would you like me to do my practicum on season six yeah <laughs> but also how much so of good. that that is just like them acting for the show you know I don't care yeah they're unhinged so I love it I only watched the first two seasons during COVID oh see I never started with like the early ones yeah I only started last year yeah and now me likey too muchy yeah that's fair yeah so I'll have okay to find so a that's a fuck no having ones. to no that's a fuck your... yes oh I was gonna say having to wait for oh. the new episode to come out. yeah okay it's a it's both no. yeah it's both fair 
Um, well, I have a both cheese. I've been <laughs> eating a lot of cheese lately and it's so fucking good because everywhere has a charcuterie board and it's so good, but it make me feel not so good. It make you feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really happy that I'm not a cheese girly. Oh, I don't really I care for cheese. it. Cheese. Like, yeah, it's crazy okay, but mm. I have and a friend so who won't even over. eat it on pizza. She doesn't, she's not lactose. She just like straight up doesn't like cheese. So she's like, I'll have a pizza, no cheese. I'm like, oh, okay. That's that should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Well, Wild that's it. We have so much cheese left over from my bridal shower and our friends that had the house fire are staying with us right now. And I was like, hey, you can just eat this entire drawer. Like I do not just, eat this. Just, in my this yeah. is all you're allowed. Only yeah. cheese for you. I'm like, please put this on everything. It needs to get out. Hands of off the veggies. Eat that cheese. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and we got spicy dill pickle dip from Costco. What the fuck is that? It's so good. It's like from a Costco. Creamy, yeah, it, the macros okay. aren't great on it. It's like well, seven grams of fat per two tablespoons, but like it's fucking delicious. Mm, what yeah. do you put it on? Veggies. What like about burgers? It would be so good on burgers. Oh, I've been making just bowls with like chicken, rice, a bunch of raw veggies, and like a glob of that on the top. Uh, okay. Good. I need Brandon to come home yeah. so he can go to Costco. He's my yeah. little Costco minion. Yeah. <laughs> That's also okay. why I haven't been doing anything is because Brandon's gone. Yeah. And he's the social one. Right. <laughs> yeah. So is Brad. If Brad yeah. wasn't here, I would just stay home. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Well, I gotta go in plug closing... this in before my computer dies and doesn't record this episode. Oh dear God, K, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>